Oh, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode two. We're just going to hop right into it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, it starts. I'm not ready. Sorry. <laughs> Do we reintroduce oh, ourselves? Oh, so I'm your host, Melita, and we have a super nice episode, part two, where we're breaking down um, the Full House Disney World episode. If you haven't listened to the part one, go back. You need it for the for the for the um, for the content or like for the comment comment story <laughs> for background, also okay. for the storyline. It's a it's a dense storyline. You need to be able to go back and follow it so you can follow everything. Um, but yeah, go back and listen to it. You'll like know more about us and like the whole how we got here and some good Disney World stories. Um, <laughs> Melita is here. My go- my guest Heather's back. Dave Hello. and Sue Firestone are back too. We're hey. back. <laughs> this is Heather's third episode. This is movie magic happening for real. <laughs> It's a whole week. It's been a week. It's been a week since the last episode. Wow. What current events have happened in this time since we Is the government shut down yet? We don't uh, know. We don't. This is pretty epic, actually. You're the first multi-time guest, right? I guess, yeah. like, I was a multi... I, I've done... This will be my fourth episode now. Yeah. Because I'm so right. obsessed with Full House. You're, she's the most accessible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... No, in a good way, though. It's like, I'm you're like, the most... Tra- like, you're the easiest. I mean, like, probably no one from my job will listen to this, so I'll just say that, like, I was putting too much into my nonprofit job before, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, oh, this is so great. It's, like, a way to, for me to, like, like be like, okay, stop working, settle down, and just, like, watch Full House. just, my like, research the, like, Disney-Fox <laughs> merger and, like, go back and watch Full House episodes instead of, like, obsessing about, like, the ocean. I'm the opposite, because I am in my guess, because <laughs> you guys can, like, dip into the Full House world and dip out, but I'm, like, immersed in it <laughs> now, like, and, like, my entire, like, my social media like life is is full house. Like, oh yeah, my like, free time is watching ruined. shows. Yeah, do you, do you ever feel like you need to cut it out? Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I apologize to everyone listening to this. Uh, I have said that have so many times. I need like, like I need like, a sound like, a, I need to like, put some sound effects in. If you ever want to yeah. hear that again. I want a radio soundboard. Like <laughs> like a, yeah yeah yeah. I there really are like want that. A, there are like internet websites and apps for that. We can I just like that. press a button. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. So this episode starts with Michelle dancing in front of the Caribbean um, <laughs> band, and like I had to, we were talking about like how long has this been going on, like how long has this been, and like you guys were talking about like how long has she been lost. I was thinking about how long has she been dancing in front of that Caribbean band, like yes. how many hours has she yeah. made them play that to, song? Right. They're like, I was supposed to go on break hours ago. <laughs> Fuck this bitch. She's like the princess said, <laughs> yeah. play it again. During like a like a outer rhythm dance, just like kind of bobbing side to side over and over, like the entire audience is watching this little girl dance. Like, <laughs> it's like how fun is that for people there? Is it fun? We don't know. <laughs> and I'm like thinking about like in the background, like the chaos in the background of like the, the little girl, the princess is missing, and like how like the security is probably freaking out, like the like oh, yeah. the marketing people are probably freaking out because they're like first princess is missing, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> the chaos of like trying to find this girl, and then yeah. I feel like they sense no white ants, like like slowly approach her. princess no way we heard you ran away from your sisters they had a bad attitude well i'm glad i found you i still have two wishes left right 
That's right. Then I wish I could have a tea party with Mickey and Minnie and all their friends. You're the princess. So like gently say, okay, let's take you somewhere where yeah. adults are. So like going through the secret tunnels that are underneath Disney, just Ooh. like getting to her. I was like, I was hearing about like, oh my God, there's so much Disney like behind the scenes. Cause it's like literally, it's like every just all Disney that you see is the second floor essentially. And like, there's like an entire subterranean world <laughs> underneath the Disney world that you see. I heard North Korea is like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one Magic Kingdom. Oh my god. There are Magic Kingdoms in North Korea right now. Oh, growing millions. I will say this. I was a little bit surprised because right after Michelle becomes the princess, there are all these posters of her everywhere. Yeah. Which we'll get into later, but that seems magical <laughs> that we didn't have, like, the ability to mass print stuff in Where's the, the technology? Can we get into it now? Quickly. Can we talk about it? Or do we have to wait until... No, we could talk we about it. it. So yeah. I feel like, um, first of all, they one, you never see anyone take a picture of her, but they have a picture <laughs> of her. Two, they there's signs her time. everywhere. But in order to do that, I would imagine they would have had to have, like, a, a dark room. Like yeah, a that's a coordinated effort. And then when she's missing, nobody thinks to grab the poster and yeah. be like, hey, missing child. It's lucky we have all these posters everywhere. But uh, to me, it seems oh, yeah. almost... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tag missing on top of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone just comes and writes in red Sharpie, <laughs> missing princess on top of this. Reward. And the picture looks like it's like an in memoriam. Weird. Definitely. Like the aesthetic is like very like, oh, did she die? Yeah. Is this her final wish? Yeah. Oh, no. Because it's a weird, yeah, it's a but weird vibe. Everybody seems really calm about this missing child that, I mean, as I said, I was once a missing child and, <laughs> and nobody like, was cool yeah. about it. Like, they were freaking out. People were like making intercom announcements. And like people uh, were losing see, their the shit. I had the opposite experience where I was a missing kid and they kept their cool. Like, no one was like, they like tried to not spook me and not scare me. So, like, oh, are you like, what's happening? Are you like, just tell us what's happening? Like, what's going on? Let's, let's talk about You're it. You're like, I just love school. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe they had to take a similar approach where it was like, oh, let's not spook her. Let's not like make her freak out. True. Like, she could run off from security. Yeah, she's obviously, obviously loose and unstable. Let's not try to scare her. <laughs> <laughs> but it did seem weird that no one grabbed the poster and used <laughs> the posters that are everywhere. Like, yeah. This have you seen her? Yeah. Maybe like they, instead of staying there for hours, they would have like gotten her sooner. If they were like, because she was like there, seen. Maybe someone could have gotten her sooner. Yeah. We all know that in reality, she would have been in the gift shop searching for her name on a yes. license plate. <laughs> it would have been every name on the planet but Michelle, because yeah. that's like at the time period you could. They had every name, but they wouldn't have yours no yeah, matter what. Yeah, that's such a true. Well, I don't care to that at all. Oh. Go ahead. It's fine. No, but it is. Even my friend Joe from last week, where her name's Jennifer with a J A N A F E R. Uh, and she could ever find that spelling. Uh-huh. My name is David, but it's super common. But whenever I would go to one of the. I guess maybe because too many. it's super it's common. Way too many. That yeah. I could never get, like, not that I wanted one, but. <laughs> but I, sure. Clearly I did. You did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still talking about it. Who doesn't? 15 years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, oh, then we go out to the underwater where Jesse and Joy are wrapping up the radio show. Um, and then, uh, also, I had a note about, like, I hope this was televised. I don't see the point of doing an underwater radio show, like, if you can't see them. Like, what was the, like, <laughs> I'll just describe the, the water? Like, yes. <laughs> it's 
like it's probably shitty audio. Like what? What's the like advantage of doing an underwater show? For the record, we're underwater right now. You guys. <laughs> we don't want to like brag about our leaving. Yeah. It's, like, it's not a big deal. We just like decided to do it. Like yeah. aquarium to the new shark exhibit. Right. Which I haven't been to. I really want to go. Which one? There's a new shark thing at the New York Aquarium. It's like part of their like rebuilding after Sandy. This is a side note. Our, new, our aquarium is more like humane than Zeus. Oh, okay. I get into this with people at work all the time because I work in the like uh, like um, restoration like harbor restoration space and like one of our partners like was the aquarium for a project and I like I was talking to one of the girls there and I was like yeah like what do you like what do you think like is this cool like is it is it okay and I feel like I mean the New York Aquarium doesn't have whales or anything like big like there's like otters but there's like the shark thing and I'm I still sort of feel torn. Like, I love aquariums because I love sea life, and which is why I, like, work at the job I do. But, like, I don't work at the aquarium for the... I'm being so cagey. I feel like I could <laughs> probably, like, say... It's not like I work for the world's most popular nonprofit. But, like, I still... Uh, I don't know. I you don't know? That, I think, the answer. I think if you're, like, a seahorse, which doesn't, like, move around... To, although they don't really like being in tanks. I could actually say, like, a lot about that. That's, that's not the show that we're on. Like, but, <laughs> like, some fish, like, shellfish can't move. That's fine. Right. Put them in a tank. A lot of... Fish could be okay in, like, certain size tanks. But, like, once you get to bigger animals, it really, like, is cruel. And I think people try to make the, con- the argument that, like, if you see them... It inspires conservation, but like I, I don't buy it. And I'm like, put oysters in a tank. That's not the org I work for. Wink. Put other shellfish oysters in a tank. tank is the name of it. <laughs> it's called oystersinatank.com. Not... Oysters in a think tank. <laughs> uh, I work. I work in the oyster restoration space, and there's only like one nonprofit in the city that does that. Anyway, you're fine. So you're it's docked. probably not a big. It's probably not a big deal. But um, I don't think you should have like big sea life. No, I think that there's something to what you're saying. And and beyond that, I I think that like um, sea life, especially mammalian sea life. Yeah. uh, You're talking about like dolphins and whales. There's some of the smartest animals in in the animal kingdom besides humans. And so like- They have culture and tradition. They literally, there are tricks that like humpback whales that were born like around like 85. Like I was born in 85. There's shit that like only they know how to do because like young young whales like picked it up and like there's like shit that like, the culture like things get passed on but there's some like hot, hot shit. There's like fats. Yeah, there's oh. like this is the cool way to fish right now. You do this like fin thing. Yeah, no, there are yeah. like, colonies <laughs> of orcas who hunt in very specific ways that yes. aren't similar to other colonies of orcas that are like they literally have their own culture that is different than other orca whales. So like I do think that there's something to that. I don't want to like have mammalian privilege, but I do think that <laughs> I do think that there is a difference. It's a great title. Oh my god! Yes. But I do, th- and, and maybe there's other higher order fish that I'm not thinking of that have really complex brains. But um, in terms of like com- complexity yeah. of thought, some of the you know water mammals are really really intelligent. So I definitely don't think that they should be in cages. No. You I mean, really I yeah, never. I'm against zoos. So speaking players. of you know, animals sushi, in cages, so. then like we no, get to yeah. the point where Joey sees a shark in the tank, and he's afraid to leave. Which like that like sparked the whole like how does this work? How's this pod? How does this pod work? And why did they have to leave to get out? Like why did how did they get into the pod? Yeah. Oh my 
gosh. We should describe it. So, like, they're eating dinner in this fancy aquarium restaurant. And Danny and Vicky. Danny well, that's Vicky. after. They, they went to find Michelle. This is like where they're. they're oh! They, Jesse and Joey don't know about oh, I'm Michelle missing my timeline. right now. I'm yeah. sorry. Apologies to the podcasting audience. I'm getting my timeline. I think you mixed just up. Mean you can see the the. You can see the tank. Yeah, from right. the yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. This is the entrance of this like. But while yeah. <laughs> while Michelle's missing, Jesse and Joy have been doing the radio show underwater, and they're just wrapping mm-hmm. it up now. Go ahead. So there's this like very strange Sea Lab 2020 yeah. <laughs> like radio pod that's like in the middle of a giant aquarium. And it, it, like the thing that I'm, I'm, I don't understand is how you get into it and how you get out of it because they, they seem to hint, as we yeah. said later on, that you're swimming down into it. But how can that be? Because when you open the hatch, the yeah, water will would come go in. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a multi-chamber system that I could yeah. see. These fucking Disney people, like, they're really complex. And their hair is wet, but their their bodies and everything are. And their dry. equipment, I assume, is dry too. Right, their equipment's dry. Hopefully, inside. <laughs> I mean, I know, what he, I know how we did it how we got in the water to this show yeah. like, i don't know how they did it yeah right, right we had a pod that we traveled down and in the mm-hmm. pod like right. a bathosphere type construction yeah we were in yeah. it and then we went down i don't know like how they got in because they didn't have a pod they went down anyway yeah it's odd. right <laughs> also, we had a biosphere perpetuate the idea that sharks are really bad and they're out to get yeah, you because, that's another like, thing. that fear mongering about sharks is unfounded like humans are much more dangerous to other humans oh yeah that's yeah of course like sharks are probably not going to attack you. Like, they're fine. Don't be afraid. Right. Yeah, this we'll is Florida. Fine. You're more likely to be shot swing away from the sharks than yeah, you yeah, have so much more issue yeah. with the sharks. Joey should be afraid of gun violence, right. not He should be afraid of Sandra Ground. <laughs> right. Sorry, this just got even more political. <laughs> fuck Florida. <laughs> no, not fuck Florida. There are fine people in Florida. My sister's in Florida. People yeah, can... Yeah. yeah, but, like, it's really shitty how a certain culture of Florida... Like, I feel like there are different levels of Florida. Like, I feel like the Panhandle is like Florida. Alabama part two. Yeah. And then there's yeah. like the Disney World part that's kind of like, if you're, yeah, it's that part. And then Miami is like a whole different universe. Right. Like, South Florida is like a different universe. I have gone to my best friend's like mom's trailer in Tallahassee. It's she Alabama. Like if you've been to the Florida Panhandle, like, you've been to Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to it's true. Panama City, film party, Panama City. Yeah. Hey. It's not. It's not fun. It's. it's Are you sure? Are I'm you sure that like positive. picking up dudes at a Waffle House isn't like a hot thing it's to a, do? It sounds like hell to me. In it's my experience, nightmare. it's really cool. Speaking <laughs> of picking up guys, Becky's on the pier with Chippendale. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. So there's no children around, and Becky is talking to these these presumably She's Disney really employees. She's really well, I'm, I'm not talking about um, <laughs> the status of the relationship of Chip and Dale. More rescue Rangers, when res- there's danger. R- r- rescue Rangers. No, I'm talking more <laughs> about um, the fact that she's treating these characters as if they're sentient beings when there's no children around. There's no reason to keep this they illusion. They are eating without taking their heads off. Yeah, that's true. Oh my so god. They're literally just those characters. There's nobody in there. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. They're real characters. <laughs> Becky, yeah, they're they're real. They're they're oversized, maybe like hormone fed, like um, chipmunks. Whoa. Yeah. Disney is pretty evil. Yeah. They've been experimenting. Or, or another hallucination from inside the house. This, this is a good. This go will ahead. come back. Yeah. We, we, at the end of this, we, we want to talk about that. Is another piece of evidence yeah. we have that they've never actually left the house and they're all just hallucinating inside of the house. Oh my God. So yeah, Becky's waiting for Jesse. 
and Jesse can't leave because he's like waiting for Joey because Joey's afraid of the shark and um and eggs maybe and uh, possibly eggs yeah. someone is afraid of eggs yeah. that was a very strange yeah. thing to throw in that some, some people are afraid Joey of eggs. wants to sleep in yeah slip in that maybe <laughs> some people are afraid of eggs maybe that's a possibility I mean is that a thing you looked it up to Joey it I is I did look it up I mean people are afraid of cotton balls and stuff <laughs> well say from this clip of a lady afraid of cotton balls ovophobia ovophobia fear of eggs oh yeah so my, yeah, I was like, when I saw Becky on the dock, it's like, how did Chippendale, did Chippendale follow her to the dock? Like, would they like follow her, like see her alone with the basket? Like, just like hang out with her on their own volition. That's like what a keep squirrel company. would do. Yeah, like a squirrel. I guess maybe that's why they, that's like these little rodents who are getting little food scraps. But I will say this, one of the things that we talked about a lot was um, when there's a large crowd around them and when there's no one, because mm. at Disney, you're never not surrounded by a huge crowd, but somehow like, when you come up to characters at Disney, you like mob them, you uh-huh. take pictures, you ask for autographs, but they give you like, you buy autograph books, like oh, yeah. we used to. You'd be like, hey, Chip, hey, Dale, can you sign? But like, Becky has just straight one on one time. Yeah, like, there's nowhere to be seen. Uninterrupted access to Chip and Dale. Yeah. And they're communicating with just looks. Like, she knows they want the food somehow, and like, they're communicating without any words. It's, it's a little weird. It's uh-huh. part of the genetic <laughs> modification. Extra <laughs> um, sensory perception. Oh, we skipped a part where um, Snow White finds Rochelle and she takes her to the tea party. That's the second witch to ta- have, mm-hmm. have a tea party with all the, her favorite the like, characters. The, Mickey, like, no, she, but she's has Mickey and Minnie. Mickey's not in a tea party, by the way. He's got stuff to do. <laughs> he was getting dad. Yeah. But she oh, says yeah. that she wants a tea party with her favorite characters, and that's her second wish. Um, and then now we're at the tea party, which is like a lot of B characters. Yeah. Yeah, that was your <laughs> your point was like. I was like or I don't know, like, if am I wrong? We're like, is anyone looking for Dopey to like hang out with? Is anyone looking for Pinocchio? Is that a popular guy? No. Donald, maybe. No. Minnie, maybe. Yeah. But then the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, which I guess would have been the tea party. But is that your is that your dream tea party guest? No, rabbit. you could have put other tea party guests there. You're right. Like, Are they always just having a tea party? The Alice in Wonderland crew, though. Not like, and then they just yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh, oh, like get in there. I had so much tea served. We'll drink more oh, tea. Yeah, oh, Alice, 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 Alice was there too. So Alice and the rabbit like had to be there, and they're like, oh, let's like put Pinocchio this in there. Like, yeah. they're probably, they were you were like you just roped people in. Like, yeah, yeah, they were going to go to their lunch break, but they're like, oh no, this girl's missing. Just go hang out with her while we look her for her parents. <laughs> I will say this though, like having a uh, Disney princess approach her is pretty genius. That's Instead right. of like a random security yeah. guy. I would have ran. I was like, no, no, no. It's stranger danger. Yeah. I don't talk to you guys. But like what <laughs> no would way. really happen is like Snow White be like, come here, darling. And I grab her as soon as she gets close <laughs> and not let her run away. Throw a net on her. Uh, <laughs> 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 like a cartoon butterfly net. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like love that bit so much. Uh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea for Disney. Just like whenever your kid's lost in Disney, at a selling point, saying, like, if your kid gets lost, we're going to put a net over them. Like yeah. a cartoon. They'll be fun for them. <laughs> they probably will go with that. Use that as a selling point. Like getting lost as a selling point. Like yeah. no matter what, you're going to have a good time. Oh, and then like right away, we, Mickey marches in Danny. You know, for Michelle said she's sad because her family's not there. She wishes her family could be there with her. And then right away, mm-hmm. Mickey marches in with Danny and the whole crew behind behind him. Is it a jog? Is it a Tanner jog? Or no. It's a, it's a, it's a, no, it's a Tanner walk with a purpose. A walk with purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Mickey comes in and then, uh... Daddy! Oh, Michelle. Oh, come here, you. We were so worried about you. Michelle, you know you're not supposed to wander off by yourself. 
But, Daddy, I was so mad. Well, that's no excuse. We're going to have a long talk about this later. But, Daddy, I'm the princess, and nobody would do what I told them. Sounds like you were trying to be the boss. The princess is the boss. Bruce Springsteen is the boss. Michelle, a good princess is fair and kind. That's what makes people love her. I'm sorry. You guys want to come to my party? No, <laughs> we'd love to. Thank yeah. you. The whole like, like a, a semi talk where Danny says, um, "You're sounds like you're not trying to be a princess. You're trying to be a boss, and that's not okay." Mm. Oh, and then they tell that great joke. I really love that. He said, "She says, Daddy, a princess is a boss." And then he says, "No, Bruce Springsteen is the boss." Oh, and that I, appealed to both of you. Yeah, yeah. As a Jersey person, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Mic drop, Tanner. Well done." <laughs> Friend of the working man. Yeah. Springsteen. And then Vicky has a lovely line. Vicky, being the princess she is, says, mm -hmm. a good princess is fair and kind. That's what makes people love her. Yep. Yeah. Which is, like, I feel like that's, like, the conceit of, like, or the theme of the entire episode is, like, be a nice princess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, prefiguring. Did I talk about this, like, before or after we started recording? The whole Disney marketing about the princesses and, like, transforming how they talked about princesses from being, like, a bratty conceit to being, like, a model of ideal girlhood. I think that was before the podcast. We're it was before. Recording. Yeah. But Disney, yeah, that was like, I think it was really interesting how Michelle is modeling this transformation. Like Disney in the 2000s created the princess line. They were really pushing like this idea really hard and it, it transformed the idea of a princess from being this thing where you're bratty and spoiled to like really aggressively modeling like correct girlhood and like being good and fair and pretty and like even like Disney has like computer games online and things like that that are like encouraging these like sort of positive girl traits. So but is that like, bad? Well, like for me, like I'm literally here, I have like pink hair and I'm wearing like a pink fluffy sweatshirt. So like clearly I don't reject, like there's a lot about like femininity that I like love and celebrate, but I do, I think that like research has shown and like, you know, from my take having been like a teacher and stuff, like I think that there are limiting things about presenting femininity in one way and having just like a really femme princessy version of femininity accessible to you like i think like one of the studies i was looking at said that it's actually like for little boys it's really positive to be oh. to to like have princesses like toys and those things like accessible to you because it's a different version of like what you can be so i just feel like there needs to be like more Balance like girls, it's bad for girls to only have access to princessy type toys and not Legos and Kinects sure. and things that are like about building a different skill set, which is some of the stuff I was talking about on the other episode because I'm very heavy handed about gender all the time. But yeah, I think it's like really interesting how like I think it, it obviously it's good to be like good and fair. Um, yeah, so but like the whole you, don't forget you have to be pretty thing on top of all of that. Yeah, you know, I mean to their credit, they don't say that in the episode. Like to their credit, I feel like. I've been noticing a lot since this podcast about how like the the message or like the the lessons episode is like actually really good. Yeah. Advice. Did, yeah. Danny gives really good advice. Yeah, it's good. It's like it didn't, they don't like say oh um, be pretty and like that kind of thing. It's just like oh just be nice to people. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. A good princess. It's be true, you. but there is that dichotomy yeah. where like um, women are called bossy and yeah, men yeah, are yeah. called assertive mm -hmm. or they're mm -hmm. like oh he has leadership. Exactly. Skills. Why is being a boss yeah. a bad thing? Right. Like he's like. 
And I get like you don't want to be controlling, but yeah. what you should be is be like, there are times when that's appropriate. Yeah. And there mm-hmm. are times when you don't want it. That's what I'm saying. Like full house, like it's like kind of it always gets it almost gets to the perfect message, but it doesn't yes. it never quite gets yeah. there. But it was yes. really good for that time. Yeah. Right. right. I think that to is look the, back from now, right. we could be a little bit more judgy about it, but mm-hmm. at that time, I think it did have a really strong message. Right. Yeah. Right. It's progressive for the yeah. time when it yeah. was filmed. Yeah. And then, and this scene, Stephanie's still mad in this scene, by the way. She's still jumping. I would be. I would be. This is like where, this is the moment where I'm yeah, like yeah, Stephanie 100% She's of like, the okay, time. great. She gets her way. She gets a whole tea party. Right, yeah. Right. I would be like, wait, so she's been terrible this whole time. Yeah. She's been she bossing away. everybody around. She ran away, and now she's being rewarded for her terrible behavior with all her dreams. I'm like, is there no, no negative repercussions for this terrible behavior? No justice. No justice. And that's like I noticed like I just like when I saw that I was like oh she reminds me of my sister because like whenever I would get my way like my sister would just like be like left in the dust with my like getting whatever I wanted and like just be like oh okay, great I guess we're all gonna do that now because she gets her way and like I'm just gonna be left with nothing yep because she's Relatable. the <laughs> I'm sorry yeah no, no that's it that's basically it uh, You're totally basically agree Michelle there was a time when we were kids where my <laughs> yeah brother, I am no I, <laughs> even, no even I, it is Michelle I. <laughs> I modeled myself after Michelle when I was a kid. I was like, I'm gonna be her. I'm gonna like, be sassy like her and get my way and like say sassy things and be funny and like get attention and get things I want because if I like say the right thing. <laughs> yeah, it worked. I believe it. And also, like you're the youngest too. That's like an extra thing. That's like oh, an yeah. automatic, Absolutely. easy young, thing. Cute, but also like be be yeah, like witty. Like, be like how yeah. about the little extra something on top of it and get everything. Yeah, yeah that's no, true. And now true. you have a Full House podcast. You really do. Everything. Am I winning? Is this winning? I think it Definitely. is. Definitely. You've like made your dreams come to life. You imagineered it. This is your Disney. I can't stop talking about Disney Imagineering. This is the wish that from your heart that came through. (laughs) I wanted this when I was a child. I I wanted to be paid to like talk about Full House. Um, I actually paid someone to talk about Full House. I talked to my therapist about Full House a lot. (laughs) Like too much. I told you about I had a conversation about meeting John Stamos. <laughs> and like my, therapist, my therapist had, my, I don't, I'm not gonna talk about it a lot, but my therapist said, should we talk about the inevitability of you meeting John Stamos and what that's gonna be like for you? Whoa. Whoa. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Uh, it's so stupid. I hate myself. <laughs> it's so dumb. But I feel like the point could, it could happen. Yeah, you know I, do wanna, I do want to dive into that now. We can't, <laughs> do you have like a line that you have for John Stamos? We're talking about like my need to plan things, like Danny. Like I had to plan everything. She was like, "What if you didn't plan how it happened? Would you just would you just let it happen?" This is New York. You could, in theory, turn around and John. He Stamos filmed you here. There. He was here when he filmed you. Yeah. That show yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah, it totally could happen. And I'm gonna plan it. I'm just gonna let whatever happens happens. Mm-hmm. What you do is you play it cool and you be like, you know what? I'm a huge Danny Tanner fan. Oh. <laughs> Make him jealous. Yeah. Do you know Bob Saget? Do you have his number? Yeah, do you know what he's doing? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's a win-win for me, honestly, at this point. <laughs> that's, that's a, a fair point. Simply what I want. I get both at the same time. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh my Thank god. You. You're welcome. <laughs> this is a good tactic. <laughs> okay, oh, and then just speaking of Jesse, Jesse runs to the dock to find Becky, but she's gone, and Chip and Dale are there eating their food. Mm-hmm. And somehow he knows that's his food. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Looks like a Becky <laughs> Looks like a Becky situation. <laughs> that picnic basket I made her make. Which yeah. is like so like, 
hey, babe, just make me this picnic basket. <laughs> I mean, he said make her lunch. He said, no, he said pack a lunch. He didn't yeah. say like make a whole basket thing about right. it. But like, you could like, she could have like went and got something from the food court and like been easy about it. I don't know where she would have gotten the food from because it's not like if she could go to the grocery store. So I guess it would be a food court, but she's all had to package it Instagram friendly. <laughs> right. I mean, like some sort of beautiful picnic, you know. But also Becky is Becky and she's like very ethereal herself and like. Did she buy that basket in Florida? That would be hard to pack and bring. Maybe a gift shop. Maybe she found a gift shop yeah. for that whole thing. <laughs> I want. A maybe that's basket. a thing. Maybe that's part of a Disney package that we don't know about. Maybe they're secretly selling oh. us a Disney package. Oh right? like my a picnic god! Package. If they're not, they should they be. Should be. Yeah. It's alliterative. Like that's all you <laughs> the need picnic to package. sell it. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, and then I just noticed he called them rodents at the end. He did. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it should be Peter Pan's picnic packet. Oh, package. Oh my god. Peter Pan's package, picnic yeah. package. Get this man a marketing job. I know, right? <laughs> Do it off the dock with the, the Peter Pan boat, too. Just like, definitely prep those And the bus company. No, yeah. guys, we're not going that deep. <laughs> Peter Pan bus sponsor me. <laughs> True, that was free advertising for You're you guys. Welcome. We didn't even talk shit there. about them yet. Yeah. I have stories about Peter Pan bus. Oh, Lord. Don't we all? Yeah. Port Authority, just roll up. <laughs> just be sat in a line for like three hours. Yep. Great service, guys. <laughs> now that okay. they're a sponsor. Sponsor. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Someone do my intro, do my sponsor, my ad reads for me. <laughs> um, it's one of our moments, rare moments where we get a back-to-back scene with the same characters. Wherever they're back at the hotel and like Jesse like is calling for Becky and she's in the balcony, balcony and she ignores him because she's no. upset. She looks at him like, oop, yeah. no. She side eyes him. Yeah. And I don't. Is that okay? Like, I guess we had a conversation oh, about how like totally okay. it's his fault. Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> to agree with you, Melita. I think she's expecting a little too much. It is a lot too much. And he was going to make time trip. for her starting now. I think both ways. It works both ways. Like, you anticipate her needs, you anticipate his needs. Like, you know he wants to, like, help her, but you know the reality, like, he might not be able to do that for you. So, like, be realistic. But he did make the plan. He was like, get that picnic basket. True. I would be upset. I, would, I hate people being, like, ghosting on me. And then like, so she's just, like, that's, sitting at the dock, like, That's annoying. In the hot Florida sun. Okay. Yeah. That's a, okay. So, like, the fact that all I'll be pissed. as a tactic, yeah. I love that she's like hair flip yes. like I'm on this balcony like fuck you Jesse because it's like <laughs> sometimes you really need to like twist the knife so that they have to come around and like then what does she get out of it? Song. She gets a beautiful performance True. of Uncle Jesse's That's song. That's great. That's a beautiful good thing. A strong one. Do it. <laughs> I win. Heart and a like, tear. He and has to make wish this public display of affection. It's true. So yeah, we're saying we're talking about how in order to woo Becky back, he gets on the piano. Classic Jesse in the lobby and like starts singing to her. Yeah. And she hears his voice and knows immediately that it's him and it's for her. Becky! Come on, Beck, I'm... For the times we're at odds Here's a kiss from my heart and knows immediately that it's him and it's for her. Now, here's a question. Um, do you think that you guys would be that easily manipulated? Yeah, by that's a song? Good. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. 
Because it seems I like would. I feel like a no. I Sue, would. I feel like if I did something as terrible as stood you up for a, for a I would picnic, be pissed. I, I wouldn't be. Okay, go ahead. I would give you the shot to explain what happened after the song. In song. Yeah. In song. Yeah. Oh, maybe in song. But My anyway. bad. The subway. That's the reality. My bad. The subway. Yeah. The name of the song would be My Bad. The subway. That's a great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, we all did it. Close to the mic. Don't. No, it's fine. You're it. Here's a little oh story God. about the F train. <laughs> I was always there to mess you up. Yeah. I feel like I would milk it because I like really like. I feel like when I know I have the upper hand in an argument, when I know that like I'm like right, I'm just like. Like, I feel like I'm like the boomy. Really like withholding, and it's just like, yes, yes, like make it like apologize. Like, you're a man, you live in a patriarchal world. Like, yeah. you you break it down. Like, you say, like, I just get say what you did. I do like that. You say what you did, bro. Yeah. I'm just, from New England. I have to be told. Yourself. Right. And yeah. That's what, what I are turn you that apologizing on. for. I don't right. want to just, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I want you to know what you did wrong. Yeah. yeah. And here's, the, just here's the other thing. That wasn't an ad lib song, so it, it wasn't. He was just was. playing like a. Yeah. He did just sing. That's his like "I'm Sorry" back pocket song yeah. that he wrote like, like two months ago. Exactly. He's rehearsed. He has rehearsed for a song anyway, so he's just rehearsing the lobby. Right. If oh. she like thinks it's for her, it's fine. But like actually, he's just like trying to get his rehearsal. Out. It's not. You need another. Like I feel like if there's like an argument, and like sometimes there's an argument, and there's wrong on both sides, and I try to be really good about admitting, like you know what? Here are the ways that I fucked up, or that I was like whatever. But if it's like squarely the other person, I'm like, nope, like I'm just gonna be really <laughs> like quiet. And you need and Jesse didn't, you know, just yeah, exactly. Rehearsing a song he already knew. Yeah. That's not saying, hey, you know what? Like I was bad at planning. Here's how I plan to be better about that in the future. Maybe that did happen because after that after he plays that song, we go into a montage of them on a duck boat kissing. So maybe True. in between oh, that and a duck boat, we just they talk about the part it. We never montage like, an apology, guys. That's no, a rookie you can't mistake. do that. Oh, you know what that means? Sense. Yes. Um, so I imagine <laughs> I hear that yeah, he apologized on the duck boat, and then we go from the duck boat. Not just, it's like an, it's not a duck boat. It's like them on like a a boat of some kind in the water and they're kissing. <laughs> I, it could be a duck boat. We didn't see if it could drive on land. Apparently, those boats are like no. Very, I'm talking about like, the paddle. Unstable. I'm thinking about the the swan boats in Boston. Oh, too. Okay. oh okay. paddle boats. Those are fun. I was yeah. thinking literal duck boat. Yeah, those are a beast. <laughs> they really are. My colleagues who like drive boats and stuff are like, hey, I don't want to touch those. They like really don't work that well. Also, the whole family died on one like last Very year. Recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whole family, like a whole like. Flipped. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I guess that's why people I work with don't want those yeah. boats. They're not. Because I was like, let's get a duck boat. That sounds rad. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, and then it, uh, I'm not employed to know about how to drive a boat. <laughs> no one is. I think you learn no one knows how to drive a boat. Um, so then they're at the, the parade, one of the two parades in this episode. Um, Dan, they're watching the parade, and Danny gets flushed on by the cows. That was a funny bit. Yeah. Of course it was bit. Danny. Right? I think it's like an excuse for the riders to get Danny wet and like make Bob Saget have a little. Yeah, a little thing. slapstick. Is this yeah. the first parade? Been- it's the first yeah. parade. First yeah. parade. Mm-hmm. And because then after that, they go to Indiana Jones. Right. All um, oh, right. I don't know the point of that scene. Like, they, the whole point is that like Vicky gets her beeper. She has to go away, go away, and she can't get proposed to again. The point is to market the new Indiana Jones but attraction, also, which yeah. I went to when I went to Disney World when I was horned up, and I was like, I got a picture with Indiana Jones. Because oh, you're, wow. <laughs> was, was he actually cute, or was yeah, he just he was like cute? 
Also, oh, in like, high school, I went to NYU, you? so clearly my standards are low. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's like whatever. You can be like an okay enough looking dude. It's fine. Like, if you're an NYU girl, you're going and knowing. Maybe I didn't know that, but like that was my destiny. <laughs> Your destiny is to be like fine with like mediocre. So like that dude was like hot. Yeah. He doesn't. He, who's very a lot of sharing guy. About, like, um, <laughs> so yeah. In that scene, we see um, Steve as the Indiana Jones guy. Um, and Vicky speaker goes off. Danny tries to propose in the audience during a live show. Poor timing. Very bad timing. Yeah, yeah. that's a little that's weird. Not- Did you want to tell your proposal story? Oh, I started to just eat. <laughs> Melita has a beautiful spread here, by the way, and I was like, I'm not really going to eat while we do this. And then I feel like the more that I've been drinking, I'm just like, oh my God, like, this is a beautiful spread. This is, sorry, it's a tr- treasure of a spread, but I can tell my <laughs> proposal, because I do really love my proposal story. Not to be like that. Maybe we should do it after after the on the end on the last proposal. Okay. It happens can, again. He tries to propose again. Wait, we can wait till the There's beautiful, so amazing proposals, which I love. We, yeah, told, like, we told ours already in yeah, part one, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another thing about this scene is that um, Steve is there, and I say Scott Winger is a great actor. Like I just well, noticed like how impressive he is yeah. and how like genuinely like genuinely talented this actor is. What is he up to these days? Fuller House. Full, oh, is he uh, on Fuller House? Yeah. He's made some cameos. Yeah, right? cameos. He's not a full character yet, but. And he's Vicky's around. made some cameos. And I, now I really want to. I really think that you and I should watch. I don't want to watch it. I can't I watch, watch it. it. You the first season. It's a little rough. I know. I watched the yeah. first season and I was yeah. like, oh, Kimmy's husband. Problematic. Everything's problematic. I wish like, Steve ended mm, up with DJ. I know. That's a great. They're a great bit. Yeah, maybe. if you do that, then maybe we have to watch it. Because she has like a cop <laughs> husband that died. I think that was the bit. Yeah, everyone dies. If you marry into that family, you die. The house will kill the you house? if you try to like. Ooh. The house. Maybe you should wrap up the carceral state. The house kills your spouse. The house really the cares house about. That's the name of this game. episode. The house kills your spouse. No. <laughs> the, the house of the house. The house kills your spouse. Yeah. 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 What a great book title for a kid. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> Dark children's story. You should write it. I think. Ooh, I think the house does the whatever the house, house has to do. With John Stamos, you've seen it. Yeah, all right. That's all I want to say. Then no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, in the house. Oh my God. Yes. <sighs> Later. <laughs> Maybe this whole universe are interconnected. Oh my goodness. And, and um, the therapist, therapist and you, like he divorces, <laughs> he divorces Becky. Maybe that is Becky and his wife in the episode, and like he has like a oh that whole thing, and they. Yeah. Don't, oh my it god, tracks. I gotta watch it, it. It all tracks. Wait, but somebody, <laughs> I was talking to someone about this. Is John Samuels only in like one episode? He's in like three or four. No, he's in, yeah, he's in a the, la- the last part of yeah. the season. Okay, because yeah. I was like talking to someone. And he's like, coming back for next season too. Yeah. Oh, because I, I felt like I got, I, first I, for a second there, I thought you'd unfairly hyped it. Because no. Like, I was talking to someone who was like watching it, but was like partway through and they're like, yeah, I think he's only in like one episode. No, he's like, in there a couple times. I was like, times. did Melita oversell this to me? Like I was like, I no. wanted more Stamos Okay. No, I would never oversell. You have to wait a while to get Stamos, but okay. once he's there, he's There's there enough Stamos content to wet yeah. your whistle. Yeah. That's yeah. so gross. Whistle. I'm so sorry. I, said that. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying the weirdest because I have no filter and I don't know how. There's to also like ten characters in you. Yeah, there are like, a lot of characters. A lot of them die too. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough characters where he's not considered a main character. Yeah, um, yeah, um, but yeah, he's there and like he comes back. He's in, he's there enough to like he doesn't die. So he comes back. No, he, uh, yeah, 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 it's fine. <laughs> you watched, I'm surprised you watched it. Yeah, it's yeah, a good show. It's a terribly good show. Yeah, it's awful, it's, but it's, it's good. It's good. problematic, it's but good. still good. Yeah, it's just, good. it's yeah. It's like I just 
I watched it for the lows, but then I got into the storyline. Yeah, yeah. It, it's well acted. The two um, main actors are really good. I thought that there were some like weak dialogue and some weak oh, writing. Oh, all the way through. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the, into- the entire thing. But is all in all, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's a good. I feel like I like. It's worth your time. Yeah, to I gotta watch do it. it. I've yeah. been doing the podcast that you recommend to me. Oh yeah, you should. I have like podcast recommendations. Listen to Mother Man's Sleepwalk podcast. Yeah, it does great. the same thing I do, but with Lifetime movies. Mm, okay. Like, very terrible Lifetime movies. It's a great. It's a great. And it you know, really yes. had me wanting. I was like. They like are doing plot synopses, and I'm like, oh my god, I really like want to hear the next thing that's gonna happen on this Lifetime movie from like the '90s. Like, yeah, Molly I really sell it. The host Molly Meckler, she like does beat by beat every single beat of the entire movie. So like you get you like watch the movie with her while she talks about it. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And if you guys at that podcast want to throw back some free publicity to this podcast, <laughs> I, love Molly. I, I love Molly. I like tweet her a lot. I tweet at Molly. She tweeted me back times. But oh yeah, God, Molly's great. So I love lovely. her. She's great. She's really funny. Um, she loves Jodie Sweetin, by the way. She's obsessed with Jodie Sweetin. Um, yeah. Jodie, as I said, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but to me, she mm-hmm. was, the sta- like, as someone who maybe, like, watched some Full House as a kid, but came back to it more as an adult, she's, like, the standout person to me who really keeps the show running. She's kind of like yeah. the Greek chorus of the show. But in a lot of ways, she, Good analysis. she has, she has oh, really, really strong comic timing. So like for, for a child actress, she's really on point. Like she's able to, to have a really strong sense of, of when to tell, not just obviously the writers write the jokes, but she delivers them in a really professional yeah. way that is actually really, really challenging to do. So I was like really, really impressed that at that age, she, the other actresses, child actresses, aren't given the kind of responsibilities yeah. that she's given. But she's not only the voice of reason, but also the only kid who's really delivering, uh, like, good jokes in this thing. Yeah. Like, in-depth jokes, not just, like, cutesy, like... And they were her line do. delivery. Her line yeah. delivery, like, she takes, like, a standard line into, like, a mixed joke. Right. Yeah. yeah. What kind of teacher are you? Um, <laughs> so I work with visually impaired kids. So I was gonna say, I was like you're talking about Greek courts. So I was like, are you an English teacher? Like, no. It's a very, very English teacher Although thing. you were a history major. I was a history major. Oh, okay. I'm a bibliophile. I like to read a lot, but love it. I love Greek courts. I used to be. An English I did theater, teacher. so I learned about Greek courses through theater. Yeah. So. Oh, totally. That's why I like reading too. So yeah. I'm. I like. I know what you guys are talking about. So include me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like having like a brief moment. Where I'm like, I was an English teacher once. Like, just reach so out. We, uh, we were. Were we at um, the Indiana Jones? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. I had something to say about that part where um, DJ. Well, you was warned up as me. She asked my wife. And I made it very clear when we were watching sexy I found the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I need to get a leather jacket. (laughs) Get a hat, get the whole thing. Steel artifacts. Totally into that, totally into that. But what it, (laughs) her screaming out for Steve made me think of, when my, when my grandmother uh, went to see, it was like one of those 3D, so it wasn't live interactive, but like a 3D, like the Hitchcock. Yeah. At Universal or something like that. And she, like, had no idea what 3D was at that time. So she thought these birds were coming. So she screamed for the whole place. And then, like, hid under chair, swatted at the Oh, you're serious? Hid under the chair. And we were, like, laughing hysterically. It just made me think of that, like, you're a ridiculous person. 
audience do in that? Because <laughs> the, the audience in this episode, like, they just kind of like, oh, they're like, they're oh, talking, yeah. weird. Yeah, they, wasn't they didn't react. Oh, yeah. I was so embarrassed for her in that moment. <laughs> yeah, like, they just seemed oh, mildly oh. inconvenienced by her outburst. But I would be, I would be like super entertained I, and like tickled by it. At least a little bit of a laugh is warranted. There. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your grandmother Okay, speaking of Stephanie, they're leaving Indiana Jones, and Stephanie talks about how she wants to go back to the hotel room with Joey and, they, and Nikki and Alex, because, like, she don't want to be with Michelle anymore. So she's at, she, Stephanie's had it with Michelle. She wants to go back to the hotel room. She'd rather be in a hotel with toddlers and Joey than, like, be in Disney World. That's how, like, pissed off she is at Michelle, That's basically. a relatable yeah. mood, though. I would totally... I mean, I guess I have depression and shit, so, like... <laughs> I would totally, like... I feel like as a kid... As an oldest kid being bitter, I would totally have been like, I think I'll just go back to yeah. And like, hopefully someone follows you back. Yeah, that's what you want. You just want someone to chase after you. Like, hey. And everyone's yeah. just like so fine with yeah. it. They don't care. Okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> We're still going to do the same stuff. Yeah. Right. That's the unfortunate truth. Yeah. Just like, just go. Yeah, like, you're, great. You're well, let's person to pay for to do the same. Oh, poor <laughs> Stephanie. Um, and then we're at the hotel again where um, Steve, um, DJ and Kimmy are walking down the stairs and, they, and DJ sees Steve again checking in and it's this is the real Steve this time. Because he's a dreamboat. And he gets, we were talking about how he gets to San Francisco when he decides to book a flight to San Francisco. Like how did this whole right, thing happen? Right after they left. Like literally after they left. <laughs> immediately after. Everybody has yeah. so much money to fly. How? And it's like a five hour flight we said? We, I, I looked it up and it's, this is not with, I guess in the at this time it wasn't hard to get through TSA yeah TSA was like, oh, super right. easy you just yeah. waltz through Free whatever, whatever excuse yeah. me people but it, it's a 5 hour and 12 minute flight from uh, San Francisco to Orlando and that's like before getting to the airport and everything so Steve Steve spent so more time like in the right air than on the ground because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they leave really quickly after this um yeah, real Steve checking in, and they do a slow a slow mo run between Steve and DJ, and like mm-hmm. they have a good bit where the, um, Steve trips <laughs> over his bags. It's a solid bit. It's a it's okay. a great bit. I love bit. Um, like it makes Scott the actor look super dreamy and like relatable and like yeah. it's a good like breaks attention. Stars are just like us. Yeah. Um, oh, and then we go to Stephanie on the beach. So we were talking about how, like, this episode highlights the different state, like, the different people it's appropriate for. And I feel like they're, oh, the kids can love this part. The adults with the romantic getaway can do this part. But then, like, this, like, beach is part where it's, like, where you can't, if you're depressive, you can go to the beach and, like, sit for a little bit. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> Stephanie's there by herself, like, watching the waves. And the truth is, if you're at Disney, you're never by yourself. Yeah. And there, it's almost impossible to be by yourself. <laughs> That's such a good point. Oh my god, sorry. If you're depressed and you want to be alone for a little bit. Because I feel like I would totally do that, be like depressed and like <laughs> staring at the fake waves. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not really alone. It's like a bunch no. of people yeah, no, around you. No. <laughs> And then, yeah, Joey follows her out. Like, Joey's a good guy. Yeah. If, I'm assuming, wait, but if Joey's there and Stephanie's there, who's watching the kids? Because, like, they went to, like, Joey's oh. watching the kids. That's the whole point of Stephanie going back to the hotel. Anyway, so they're, like, they're they're the beach. They're so much. <laughs> they're just in the hotel by themselves. But you cool. just lost a kid for, like, half a day. We don't know how long they lost this kid. <laughs> it could point. be a day. It could be ten minutes. It could be a week. We're not exactly We're not sure. sure. 
<laughs> they're already putting this. Stephanie's has a, Stephanie has feelings about to go out, go out and like leave the kids for a little bit and talk to Stephanie. Um, <laughs> but Joey's not even that responsible an adult to begin with. Yeah, you should not. Joey's probably coming down from the mushrooms at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I would never leave my kid with anyone wearing shorts. And a blazer. No, he still has the blazer on after he met his friend. Yeah. He still has the blazer on, ready to go. The blazer is him cosplaying as responsible, but like it's not, it's, he's not selling it. No. Steph. Hey, Steph, the parade's gonna start. Don't you wanna watch Michelle get to ride on a float? Why'd you have to cut in front of me online? I should have been the princess. I'm sick of her always getting her own way. Hey, Steph, hold on for just a second. We gotta talk about this, okay? Hey, Steph, I know you feel a little cheated about what happened today. But you also cheated yourself out of a heck of a lot of fun. I did, didn't I? I missed all my favorite rides. Oh, well, Michelle was missing today. How'd that make you feel? I was scared. I was so worried something happened to her. You know why you felt like that? I don't know. I guess I love her. Look, I know you're angry at Michelle today, Steph. But you can't let those bad feelings take away from all the good feelings you have. Okay, I'll try. Better girl. Thanks, Joey. Also, that's a bad lesson, teaching a kid that, like, oh, if you're in your feelings, like, that's on you. Like, Yeah, it's a little victim blaming. That's like, kind of <laughs> shitty. It like, is. Uh, it is. I kind of don't like that. She really wanted to go on Splash Mountain. She doesn't go. No, she, she misses out on She misses it. They go on without her. Like, you know what? Like, as middle children, like, I wasn't a middle <laughs> child. I was the oldest. But, like, they do feel, like, neglected. And, like, yeah. I feel like that's not a really great thing. Like, okay. Like, I do get it. Because, obviously, I'm, like, a mopey person. And sometimes I've probably been that Stephanie. But, like, you know, it's, like, telling her, like, oh, you're missing out on all this cool shit because you're being a real bitch. <laughs> like, that's, like, I know you didn't say it. Jesse's his hit, now Joyce, his quote thing. was like, don't let bad feelings get in place of your good feelings. Uh, yeah, like it's like that. Yes, that's uh, fair. It's like yeah. that uh, Walt Whitman quote, like, what is it? Uh, Always look towards the sun and the shadow will be behind you or something like oh, that. Damn. But it's, but to me, I agree with you. I feel like <laughs> this is legitimate. Like, she's not a, like just being a Debbie Downer, like, right. or, a, or a Doug Downer. I don't want to gender that term. <laughs> But she's not just being ridiculous for no reason. Like, her sister has acted in an abhorrent behavior way. And then she's getting all this attention. What she should have done is run away. Because clearly that's the lesson. That's the move. That's the move. Just run away. Don't go to the beach. Like, go missing for a little bit. And, like, take off better than Michelle. Yeah. Like, don't hide in Disney. Hide in the greater Orlando area. (laughs) (laughs) Joey probably saw her sitting on the beach from the hotel room when he went down. Like, just go out of sight for a little bit. Go to the Caribbean band again. Maybe they're like <laughs> out of sight for a little bit. I just wish like he had acknowledged like this is what I always want for kids. I want someone to acknowledge like you know what the thing that you're feeling is valid and right. Like yeah, Michelle's being like away that affected you. Like I wanted that, not just like hey, like you're missing out on good things because you're being really mopey. It's like some I, I think it's really important to validate kids' feelings yeah. and being like you're feeling away. That makes sense. Like, I get why you're feeling away, but like here we can, we can then we can reshape. Like, 
here's how you could go forward or whatever. But like, you, you gotta validate their feelings. Yeah, acknowledge yeah. her. Right. But also it's Joey. We can't expect yeah. Danny level advice yeah. from Joey. Right. That's true. He's not Danny. So right. what can we what can we Danny's expect? Danny's advice is really good. It's not? No, it is really good. I was gonna say, I was like, I was gonna yeah. fight. I know you're gonna fight. No! That's the thing, like the more I rewatch this, the more I'm like, wow, Danny's really giving like pretty solid advice. Yeah. And I like think he's really His advice for Stephanie last episode were about like just yeah. do you even know what you want? Like right. if you don't know what you want, just like think about it. If you have any questions, come to me. Yeah. I I was yeah, thinking about that was just the podcast. If your friends did it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Danny's a girl. Shout out to Danny. Um, but then Michelle comes with Snow White. <laughs> and then this whole thing. Okay, first of all, I feel like Michelle scammed and like they were going to have to, they were planning on letting the family be in the parade anyway as a package deal for the princess for the day. But then Michelle made Stephanie think that, oh, I'm going to let you be in the parade too with the whole family. But actually, it was it was like planned all along yeah. for that to happen. So the question is, does Michelle know that? Well, the princess says, Snow White says it. Snow White says we're gonna let your whole family because Michelle's being so thoughtful. We're gonna let your whole family be in the parade. Well, it was like it was a plan all along. She That's was like, like let me clean this up for this family. This family's a mess. Two kids are gone missing at once in one day. <laughs> <laughs> let me clean this up. That's Snow right. White. Them all together, put yeah. them all on floats. Yeah. So we can't get lost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the eyes on this family. Because they're a problem family. We have to keep an eye. Someone's going to die if we don't do this for them. Oh for real. Another person, because their mom is already dead. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I also noticed that like this whole time, um, Joey was making eyes at Snow White. That's when I first noticed that Joey was like, looking at Snow White. And they made sure. like, a little, they had a connection at that point. And yeah. It happens again later on. Well, Snow White, I feel like I do have to break it in and say, like, Snow White, the character, mm-hmm. is this model of, like, passive femininity. And, like, she's there literally to serve, like, in the in the story, she's there to serve, like, the, the dwarves. And, like, so I feel like it's, like, I feel slightly frustrated that Snow White has barely any agency at all. And she's just there to, like, soothe things out for other people. But hopefully Joey as a lover would be <laughs> maybe to bring back the weird pegging thing I said last time. Maybe Snow White will peg Joey. Uh, okay? Uh, like maybe that's like maybe Snow White oh gets to experience like sexual agency. Like she never has before. As, as like, she's, taking, that she's taking Joey's shorts off and she's like, This is the time for you, Joey. Feel free to edit that out if Who knows? But, no, it's like, fine. What if Snow White <laughs> Gets to really explore. <laughs> Joe is open-minded. Is Joe open-minded? Is Joe open-minded? Maybe. Uh, As a um, lover, maybe I think there's. I will say more. this: like of all, like it seems like often there's a running bit in the show where like Joey will do something that is traditionally more of a female role, <gasps> yeah. and Jesse yeah. will shame Wait, him. The pajamas yeah. with yeah. the like Jesse, little butt patch. Yeah. Right, Jesse will be shows. like, oh, like here's yeah, some I don't snarky. Do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe I do when I do this. Mm. And Joey's <laughs> more comfortable. <laughs> Right. Joey is more comfortable. He doesn't have to stick to like toxic. That's so true. There's a lot of the like, with Joey and more fluid, and yeah. Joey's like, let's just like Snow. Maybe he and Snow White. Yeah. What's your fantasy? Exactly. Maybe we don't know yeah. what happens, but maybe they have a good time because like Joey's open to whatever. She's like, bite this apple, you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll wake up the next day. There's a happy ending. In alternate version of Joey's like sexual I wonder how, so where we like yeah. dig into what Joey's doing in the background like what his whole B story is like what, yeah. try to track Joey throughout an entire episode because I feel like he's doing something different than other people that's, that's true. a yeah, little bit darker sometimes 
Um, he's on mushrooms, and then he has this great sexual experience with Snow White. <laughs> he had a great time. Joey had a great day. time. Yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. Um, so let me cut to the, the, ex- the sex and parade, where they're all in the parade. Um, and I just like noted, like, Danny. Yeah. Yes. Danny's in his khakis, and I was looking very attractive in his Classic khakis. Ass. But he looked like he wanted to kill himself, though. Bob Saget looked like he wouldn't, like, kill himself, because he was, like, not happy in that, in that you know, parade blow situation. Bob Saget is very, you know, in his alternate life. He's a very vulgar adult comic. <laughs> Maybe that was too kid friendly for him. The parade. Did anyone else don't anything, notice anything else about, about this parade? Because like I didn't. That's, I just noticed Danny Tanner. Stephanie and that. got the Cinderella outfit, and I really liked it. Even though I hate myself for liking it, they look she looked great. But there was another Cinderella on the same float. It felt. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> couldn't they pick? A, there's so many princesses. I was like, she was was here. It was like a, an oh, adult yeah. Cinderella, and then she was Cinderella. Right Michelle next to her. Just to remind her. Alice in Wonderland, Michelle was, I think. Where? No, she was a Snow White. I Michelle was Snow White. She was Snow White. And Snow White's costume but Snow White was, more was there too, than the regular reference Snow White. So they each had a mini me then? Was Snow White? Oh, I didn't notice. Yes! So that's what it was. Did anyone notice, is is, uh, Becky and the twins anywhere? I didn't see them at all. So whose family who gets to be on floats? Whose family? Yeah, because like, oh, can my weird friend from college be on one of these floats? (laughs) Does he have kids? No. (laughs) Like, why is he here? He probably shouldn't be in Disney. But Becky and the twins don't? Wait, so Jesse's on a float, right? Did we see Jesse? I need to go back and look, because I don't know. Oh my god, now, yeah. Who's on these damn Who's floats? Who's on these floats? Who's float-worthy? It would yeah. seem un... That seems, like, terrible to not have them all on the floats. Talk about yourselves. <laughs> so, oh guys, god. right now... <laughs> Melita's going through her dope selection of video games. She found her Call of Houndstone Pop-Tarts VHS. She's scrounging past that. I still... I'm sorry, I keep, like, laughing about it because... Of the fact that your mom, I don't understand how there's a Paula Poundstone brand pop tart co-branding. <laughs> I, I think it was like I think TV. she like wrote it like she ordered pop tarts and then there was like a little like send off like for this like free VHS tape with Paula Poundstone doing comedy and she sent off for it and they got it for free. How did that marketing happen? That Paula <laughs> it worked. My mom and pop tarts were like, I went to you know what my friend like moved to like um the like Hudson Valley and she has like a Victorian house there now and mm-hmm. normally I'd be like houses I hate them they're dumb like bad urban planning but she like literally knows how to fix roofs and stuff she's like really diesel and she had pop tarts under like a glass thing and I was like well the marketing on pop tarts these days is like they're trying to be like hip and millennial there's no Paul Poundstone to be seen. <laughs> there's, there's, first of all, there should be because her suits would be very on brand for hip. Oh yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I feel like every Brooklyn bakery sells their own version of Pop Tarts. They do. Now. Like, every yeah. one of them. Yeah. The Good Batch in Bed Stuy. Since we're in Bed Stuy, let's oh, give them a. We'll give them a mm. free. We're just giving out free. Free someone, advertising. Someone pay Melita. Oh, so the Can answer is. <laughs> I would love that more than anything in the world. Oh my god. So yeah, the whole problem is Jesse and Becky and the kids are on. Steve gets to be on the float. Steve gets Carmen Miranda like gag. Mickey gets, Mickey a, float. gets a float. How many floats? The three caballeros. Bob. He was going to kill Yeah. That Hawaiian shirt, man. Joey's on the front center though with Goofy though. That's a good spot. He's into it. 
Okay. Okay. So oh, we have, they so all, the they're all have mini knees. That's so, yeah. Okay, so that's a Snow White costume, and that's a Cinderella, and we have mm-hmm. okay. So so that makes sense. What? I would have loved being on that goddamn parade. If would I you? got to be on a float, yeah, I would have fucking eaten that up. I would have <laughs> loved it. I was in a parade because my great aunt was like Miss Senior Massachusetts. <laughs> she was like a clown. Oh, she's like still alive. I shouldn't talk about her in the past. Sense. She like does clowning, which does make me anxious. Like people I know that do clown. I know like multiple people that do clowning. I want to be supportive, but like I can't. It makes me so deeply anxious. Why? I don't know. I don't want people to break the fourth wall. I oh, it. clowns are scary. Okay. There, I don't. Even people that do like modern hip clowning i'm just like i just modern i just i'm not i'm not feeling it it's ironic i was at theater camp and we had a teacher who had taught us a cold class for a summer when he was a depressed clown like he had depression and he was like teaching us clowning like slapstick (laughs) it was dark like even like as a kid we're like oh he's depressed okay Oh, it was a sad clown, like a literal sad clown taught me uh, stage oh my movement. God, that's like a little figurine that yeah. you'd buy in like a thrift store. All right, so like, like we can see, like, we move into Jesse's showcase for yeah. the entire Disney World. Like, this next song is for dreamers everywhere. Happy anniversary, honey. trying to ask you about all day? Yes. Danny, Danny, look, isn't that wonderful? Someone is trying to ask someone named Vicky. Oh, my. My name is Vicky. And and my name is someone. No, my name is Danny. No, um, Vicky, look. I love you. Will you marry me? Oh, Danny. Yes. Yes, I'll marry you. You you said yes. Yes, you just said. You said... Girls, you just said yes. You said yes. Jesse and the Rippers get an entire concert at Disney World. And one thing I noticed about this. All unoriginal content. All unoriginal content. And the other thing is I noticed he he has a guitar, but he spends most of that time pointing the guitar at things, not playing. Jesse's all show. He's all show. (laughs) Like, he he uses the guitar like a laser pointer to, like... <laughs> to like point out audience out the members. Like, and you, and you, and you. Yeah, and you. He's like, you came, you came. Thank you. She went to Joey. Snow White. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But We're Snow White's shipping them. doing her pageant smile too. She's but she's, look, her eye, look at her eyes though. That's where you she's know. She's that. She's ready to peg him. That's what's coming. <laughs> accept it. Accept it. Like, accept like multiple forms of sexual expression. Snow White is pegging Joey. Okay, so during this performance is when Danny decides to propose to Vicky. 
This is like his whole. He, later, earlier in the episode, he says, "I'm gonna like I have a way to propose to her that won't be interrupted," and apparently, it's through fireworks. Uh, Love it. Love what do we proposal. think about Danny's proposal? Well, the first thing we thought about Danny's proposal was, is that even possible to fire, to write in fireworks? And we tend to do like a fair bit of research. So the answer is, if they're on a string, yes. Like you can have it be it's like, like, a, like a billboard, almost like a, like a sign. What? Oh. Yeah. You can't do that in You can't like shoot it into the sky. Really? Uh-huh. It look like it's uh, that. So if you watch it, at first we were like, oh my God, how'd they shoot it in the sky? But it actually no. is just like, CGI. yeah, well, it, or it's on a string that's close to them or whatever it is. Uh, what do you mean on a string? No, they really like, did. So it's on like, not on a string. Wire. On, it's like, attached yeah, to something. Like, like line. What is like, it? Floating in the sky? How does, what's up. the tech on that? <laughs> like, what are you asking tell us as experts? Have you ever seen like, um, the... That's the pinwheels that are fireworks that spin it's more like that so you it's build like a backward it's attached to something yeah, it's not in the back, air back what's it attached to, it? to probably I would imagine like chicken wire or like so it's like a, it's a little board that like has that spelled yeah. out already right. 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 I'm dazzled because it's on in the background while you're describing it and I love it I know nowadays yeah. you can you can like write in drones like you can write letters in drones but like yeah. that's cool yeah that's probably possible now yeah, it's, yeah the other it. thing that we noticed is that like um, there are like a million people around when he proposes and no one reacts in yeah. real life no one cares yeah. yeah in real life like someone gets proposed to everyone like drops what they're doing and yeah, starts freaking out like cries claps at least I see like the drama of it it's gonna say yes or no like what's right. gonna happen pressures them no one cares not even his own kids care no, no one yeah. cares oh Joey and Snow White are dancing right now yeah. a prelude to something more and Kimmy's being a predator herself yeah Kimmy's trying to get charming. with Prince Charming that was but the nicest what? way to say fuck off yeah. Cinderella <laughs> is there but maybe they're looking for a third Again. No, she's not. She's not though. She's totally not. She, maybe she. Maybe she is. Maybe she's not. And this I seems know. like I, I had a good. <laughs> she's not. I had a question for everyone at the at the podcast taping. Did your <laughs> did your family have a Kimmy Gibbler? <gasps> oh, that's a good. And I'm question. happy to talk about talk about it first. We totally had a Kimmy. Yeah. Gibbler. Yeah, so we had this. You're not gonna say the name. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll once again change the name to say. <laughs> what do you? They listen. What she listen? Timmy Ribbler. Timmy Ribbler. <laughs> well, Timmy Ribbler. Timmy Ribbler. I feel like I could say the first name. No. No, don't say any name. I'll, I'll call it. I'll call him Bobby. So we had this kid who lived uh, two houses down named Bobby. That's not his real name. And uh, like he would come over and everyone would be like, this guy is lame. But we would hang out with him because he was like the neighborhood kid. And that's what you did. We didn't have like the internet to like go meet other kids. <laughs> so like uh, like Bobby would come over and like we would like hang out. And then eventually I got like just sick of Bobby. And so like I'd be like, Bobby, don't talk to me. But he started hanging out with my younger brothers. And then like as each brother would realize that Bobby was lame, he would shift to a younger brother. Oh. And like made his way through like basically all four oh, all four well, Firestones. That's different because DJ is Kimmy's like a that's tried true. and true DJ like, loves best it. friend. But I just mean like the, and, and in, in this way that there was like some friend that Always like hung around. all the adults found to be really annoying. <laughs> yeah. But like let us hang out with anyway. I'm not know who that is. I feel like I might must have met him at some point. <laughs> like, no, I'll tell no? you. So I... We had a falling out a few years ago. I want to know. Okay, we'll okay. talk about it later. We I didn't really say. have a falling yeah. out, but great. So, um, no, I'll talk I'm, about it later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> say the name later. Unless you have anything else you want to tell us about your 
Timmy, you, you're Timmy. Gibbler. Do you want to hear about this falling out? I can, Timmy, I can Timmy make it pretty Ribbler, quick. So Bobby moved out of New Jersey and moved to like North Carolina, and then like told everyone that he was from North Carolina. What? But, That's so weird. Yeah, but no. So what happened was a few years ago. Cut <laughs> this out. You can cut it out. Um, no, I'm not. Go- I'm lazy. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Uh, Bobby wrote on Facebook, he must have been in town, and he was like, oh man, and it was like winter, and he was like, oh man, today's a terrible day to work, wear cowboy boots in New York City, and I wrote, I wrote on Facebook, every day's a terrible day to wear cowboy boots in New York City. This cat is and, and he unfriended me, and like, so now. I love that. So now, That's so fun. So now we're no longer friends with our Kimmy Gibbler. Like, he, he doesn't, we don't talk anymore. I love a sassy comment. <laughs> and I was honestly just joking, like, trying to be. It is a good funny. joke. That's a good joke, no, though. That's, just a, that's a reasonable joke. Well, apparently, Bobby didn't think it was funny. He felt a way about it. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't have a Bobby or a Timmy or a Kimmy. Well, yeah. we had like, well, we had kids who adults didn't like, but also I didn't like them either. Because I was a pin- picky kid, we have like the neighborhood. We had literal bad boys in the neighborhood. Like we're ne- they, we called them the bad boys, and like they just like came to your house and just, like kind of messed things up a little bit, and, like met broke your toys, they would, like, and, like two oh. bottles and be like that. Yeah. <laughs> they literally are li- yeah. Nice rough. They yeah, but like we had like two boys. Um, I talked about one of them last episode. Poo poo. Yes, I heard of that poo-poo. Yeah. What was the other one? Pee-pee. That is name. That you can cut out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I forgot. We had a nickname. I forgot, like, Rock or something. Rock. Yeah. Actually, my my nephew's nickname is J Rock, but it's a I hate it. I don't call him that at all, but like it's a southern thing. Uh, I call him by his full name. His Christian name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we had the Bible. <laughs> you recorded it there. Yeah, I wrote it. I wrote it in his Bible, so we have to call him that. Which is yeah. Jeremiah Rock. Jeremiah Rock. <laughs> rock. <laughs> What's the famous Bible rock? Biblical rock that can call him Rock of Gibraltar. Yeah. What? Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, we had like, but like, no one liked them. Uh... Well, there we didn't have like a friend that my my sister liked or my brother liked that we didn't like. How about you so guys? Terrible. Other two? Any Kimmy Gibblers in your life? No. Did you watch what I say? <laughs> There was someone that was friends with one of my brothers that, like, I just discovered, like, thought about again because I found this old journal and it was like, I hate so and so. Like, he smells bad. And, like, <laughs> that was when you were in trouble. My sister, like, smell bad. Yeah, my sister wrote was just, like, mean to me and, like, would tease yeah. me and, like, give me a hard time, like, as, like, a little Not kid. Not here for that. No. Yeah. And then, and was like inseparable from my brother. Oh. So it was like around all the time, like a Kimmy Gibbler yeah. character. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What would you do if you're a parent now and you have a kid and they have a and they have a friend, a friend that you really don't like? How do you do that as a parent? So I have, as we've both worked with kids, so I can tell you, I have a good answer to that. What you do is, is you pretend you love the shit out of them. <laughs> really? Oh, when can you bring? Let's go back to what Tommy, Timmy, Brian. What was Bobby, the thing, Bobby? Oh, we love Bobby. Bobby's my favorite. Why don't you bring Bobby to dinner? Because what you what you do, and this is the true if true if like your kids or anyone else like get like gets with someone that you don't like or becomes friends with or dates or whatever. The more you tell them you don't like that person, the more you bring yeah, them together. You will drive. So the trick is, and we we use this when we work with kids too. Like if you're if they're like. Um, like, it, for instance, like, there was a, a week where Cardi B became really popular in the school I was working in, so everyone would be like, oh, 
And oh so, my God, so one of the teachers straight up started doing that in to her make class. It's not cool anymore. Let me tell you, the oh. kids stopped immediately. <laughs> immediately. So I never got to that level. Like I feel like I was too straightforward. This level of manipulation. So that's is the key. Like, the key is like if you, so good. yeah, you just be like, oh, we love Bobby. It. Oh, have Bobby over as much as you want. Bobby's my favorite of all your friends. We approve of Bobby. Oh, we want Bobby. Whoa. We want Bobby. Boom, instantly that kid will not, not want cool. to be anywhere near Bobby. That's the move. Oh, that's smart. I had no that's how you had They were two they were two like horribly hating Kimmy. They right. like they like drove them together. Yeah. Right, that's exactly what it does. DJ is now defensive. You attacked her friend and she's going to be friends with that person for the right. rest and of their were. lives. And they were. And they are, and they're friends in real life. They didn't play it right. Yeah. No, you do the opposite. <laughs> oh, we love Kimmy. Invite Kimmy's parents over. No, they there. they did the they did Whoa. That's this is a good move. A lesson. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Jesse's concert. Jesse's pseudo and they, concert. And then the proposal. Um, and then oh the proposal yeah. story. Can we oh. Story? Oh, yeah. oh my god. Okay, so I um like at this point I've been with my partner for like seven years. Um, and like we talked, like we moved in together, like within like a year of dating like we'd work together we were friends first like also like i was living in an apartment that had like mold and mice and cockroaches <laughs> so i was really just trying to like get to a healthier living situation <laughs> like literally um but yeah no we were like we'd been dating for like a long time and like he wanted to get married like a lot sooner than i did but i was like oh it's gonna be like a whole thing i'm gonna have to plan it like i'm not I'm not, like, ready for this yet. But, like, when I, f- I finally, like, got to a point where I was, like, hey, listen, I think, like, because, like, I'm from a family. My dad is one of five. She's, like, thir- I have, like, 13 cousins. It's, like, a big family. His family is, like, really small. So I was, like, you are not, like, I've been a bridesmaid multiple times. I go to, like, so many bitches' weddings. Like, all I do is go to people's weddings. So, like, I was, like, I know what I'm in for. Like, a wedding is not just a cute little thing if you have like a big family like there's like a lot of like business to handle so like for a while I was like no I can't like do this and then I was like I think I could like be ready for it and the thing that we like would always joke about is like when people do proposals with like food we were always like the highest so like it's like oh no they're gonna like choke on like a rib like why would you put that in like a cake or like a drink you're gonna like choke on it and so then we would always joke about like um like putting a ring in like like a like food that's really messy like if we're eating like chicken tikka masala like look at your tikka masala like uh oh like what's like what's under that chicken parm between the chicken and cheese layer what's in there and so like one time we're like joking and I was just like oh the thing that like I was like here's how you could do it on one of those like pizzas the little table get the table put the ring on the table and then you could totally like make it happen and then you'd like open a whole pizza and I was like that'd be the best proposal because then you get a whole pizza and you're engaged but like most importantly a whole pizza and I was like I was joking about this for like a year like I had told multiple people this like I was just like it was like a joke between me and like literally everyone because I was like this is how I'd want to be proposed to (laughs) I love pizza I'm a pizza monster and so unbeknownst to me uh, my partner Gary like emailed like all of my friends and was like listen show up at the bar across the street from our house like 
I'm gonna do the pizza proposal that she has been talking about like nonstop about like forever. And two of my friends from home, like, cause I had said like I was like, you know what? It would be awesome. You have the whole pizza, then you could just have an engagement party. You have a whole pizza party, like a like an oh elementary God. school pizza party with all your friends. <laughs> really, I just wanted like a pizza party. Like I just like love a pizza party, but like with alcohol. So like my two best friends from home came because I really wanted them ha- them there. And they were like, let's go to the Red Hook Winery. Like, I was like, okay, like, we'll go. Like, because their job was to, like, get me out of the house so that he could, like, do all the, like, stuff. Go get the pizzas, like, et cetera. So, like, we're, like, at the winery. And then I'm like, well, you guys are here for a short time. Like, Red Hook has wonderful attractions, like the key lime pie (laughs) on the stick place. Like, we should go there. And they're like, my friend's like... I really need to go get high. Uh, I gotta, like, get back to your house. And, like, I was like, Melissa, like, I know you love... Oh, sorry. Uh, she has a prescription, so it's fine. Connecticut has medical marijuana, so I think it's fine for okay. me to say this. Also, like, I was born in the 80s, so everyone's named Melissa. So, like, even yeah, I don't, I don't the know Melissa that, that you know for me is not even the same Melissa. It's fine. Or so, is it? No. <laughs> da, da, da. I don't know. No. <laughs> so it's like, she's like, um... Yeah, I gotta. I really want to get back and smoke weed, and I'm like, okay, but like, I want to take you to these cute Red Hook attractions, <laughs> ma'am. And then she's like, she's seeing that it's not like working on me so much, so she's like, uh, I really have to pee now. And I was like, oh. and like, I was starting to get really like fussy at her. I was like, I guess it's like fine, whatever. So that, so it's like, okay, we're like going back to the house, we're, like going up the stairs. I see that the door is open, and I'm like, there is a murderer in my house. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I like barge and I'm like, what's going on? Like, why is the door open? This is terrifying. And then I see like my partner Gary and he's like, he's like kind of like too sweaty. Like it's March. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why are you so sweaty? And it's like March. And like, he's like, hey. Uh, And then um, he's like, hey, I want to ask you about something i was like okay like and then there was like a big pizza there and i was like gary why did you get this big pizza like from it was spumoni gardens which is like the best i was like why did you get spumoni gardens like you knew we were all gonna go to pizza moto in like two hours i was so mean i was so mad at everyone for not being on schedule i was being a real danny tanner and um he's like hey open uh, open the pizza box and I was like <sighs> I mean yeah like I love Spumoni Gardens but this is early so I like open it and I was like yeah like it's good pizza he's like Heather look just anxious like so anxious and like kind of stilted and I didn't see that there was like, a ring you didn't see it? I didn't see the ring on like the little table because I was just like so like I was like yeah I was like so stressed out I was like I want my friends like because one of my friends like doesn't come to the city much so I was like I really wanted her to like have a good time and I was like if I don't get this right she'll never come back again and so then I finally see it and I was like (gasps) and then he did like the whole like you know get down on one knee or whatever and like all that and unbeknownst to me he had like a webcam going so that our friends that live outside the like city slash country could like also like be a part of it 
And then I was like, <gasps> and then, but I was like slightly sad because I was like, wait, but I wanted like all my friends to be here for a pizza party. Like all these like stupid proposal things like that like, haven't happened. And then the door like opens and like 30 people like come through the door because they'd all been like waiting at the bar across the street. Aww. And then it was like an engagement party. And I was like, oh my God, I was like so excited. And so I was like, no one can leave this house ever i was just like making i was pouring people glasses were like half biz call i'm just saying like you can't leave and then i did end it by like throw i was like throwing up like and my friend i was like in the bathtub and she's throwing up and like i was like this is a good ending though this is right so that here's my like, question yeah. to you was the pizza square around Oh, it was the square Spumoni Garden. Okay, he's a keeper. Normally, yeah. I do love around, like, you said New Jersey style pizza I before, did. and I love. No, like, but I Spumoni Garden square pie yeah. is better Spumoni than. Spumoni Gardens is, like, so good. Should we, like, so LB Spumoni Gardens in Brooklyn is in, like, Gravesend. It's a very famous Ugh, pizza place. I never had it. You oh, it's go. so good. Oh my it's God, we should go. very far out into Brooklyn. Yeah. Where? It's a track. It's like Gravesend, yeah. so it's like okay. basically... Like near Coney Island. Like real South Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. Like, it's nowhere you would accidentally, like, no. get off a subway by accident. It's far <laughs> into Brooklyn. It's a but track. their square pizzas are really I love a square good. pizza, though. Oh, I yeah. love it. And then you'll like Ellen Bay's Colony Gardens. I went there after I graduated from Ooh. Brooklyn College. Oh my God! My whole family yeah. there, and they were like, this is really good pizza. Yeah. High standards for pizza, like totally some of the do. best pizza I've ever had is one like Gary lived in like Nutley for a hot minute. Oh yeah. And there was like a great place nearby where also he kept up a fraud where we were like married because he was like two. We like weren't even engaged at the time, but he was like afraid to tell the pizza place purveyors that we like weren't married. What? So he kept up a fraud the whole time. He's like, hey, how's your wife? And he's like, oh, she's back at the house. Like, oh, I don't know. Like I That's think some yeah. judgmental pizza sellers. I feel like he was too nervous to tell them that we were like That sounds like me. I would like make a lie for no reason, like a weird, like yeah. non really see, necessary see lie. It was not, yeah, it was totally not necessary, but he was like for for the like Italian dudes that like well, it was called like Algeries. That was a good can we get Algeries, a pizza place in Nutley, to sponsor the that, podcast? That, by the way, was Jersey shaming. She assumes I know that pizza place because I'm from Jersey. <laughs> I'm like, <sighs> assuming seriously. She's like, she's like you know, Algeries. Like, I'm not. I didn't assume you knew it, but I was like, just in case, if you're in. And, and the worst part is, I totally Nutley. do know that pizza place. Wait, you do? No, but I know Nutley. <laughs> I don't know that specific pizza place. If you want to live out your Sopranos <laughs> fantasies, Nutley is the place Nutley's to do it. Nutley's a good stop. It absolutely like, wait, is. Where's Nutley? Nutley's like Everybody's northern. Yeah, it's like they're, it's like, next to Montclair. Oh yeah. Oh that's what. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a nice. It's a very very Italian town in New Jersey. The town that we're from, it like is a little bit more like. Waspy. You're in the more bougie. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more waspy, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Split down the middle, the wasps are on the north side, and all the, all the like other groups, like like my ardor, the Jews, the Italians, the Irish, and like everybody, every person of color is all on the south side. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> all right, that's the end of the episode. I want to hear your theory though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, you know, while we were watching this, we were like kind of taking into. Um, our minds Melita's idea that the house is some kind of like nefarious actor Mm. in this show and we thought like you know this episode actually has some really weird inconsistent things that I think is probably the best evidence you could find maybe even in the whole series of the house being a bad actor 
the, so I'm just gonna like maybe Melita will we'll talk about like our different points and you can like add some expertise to them because you probably have more knowledge than we did so the first one and we kind of talked about this in in part one was the idea that the whole family knew about this trip mm-hmm. just as Becky is finding out that seems very strange that every all of a sudden everybody has plans based around this trip they're all taking flights flights are not that easy to book back then that you'd be like no. sure like, like how do they they're, I'm sure they went online they probably had to call somewhere right, like get a channel agent to, right working out and like it just happens that there and how many people are flying there just happens to be eight or nine tickets on one flight to the same place in florida i'm a little dubious about that so um one of the other things obviously joey is trippy cartoon we have to talk about this so our idea is that no one has ever left the house (laughs) the house is like making them hallucinate in ways that will cause them to miss the house and manipulate them to want to stay in the house. So like, so like, it's giving different things to different people too. So like, for some of them, it's like a reminder, like when you leave the house, you're gonna have a terrible time. And that would be like Stephanie. So like, she has a terrible time. She's really kind of treated poorly. She's like the only one who's like, hey, this makes no sense. Michelle is getting her way and like, everything terrible is happening, but she's being treated really well. And so we thought like, that is the way the house perceived its role to manipulate Stephanie to want to never leave the house. Can we pause? That makes sense because I envision they're all dreaming mm-hmm. and this dream started after, because Je- um, Jesse's putting the twins to bed. So it's like nighttime, but everyone's going to bed. Mm-hmm. He finds out he's going to Florida. So maybe like Florida's on everyone's mind, like going to Disney World. And like Stephanie and Michelle went to bed with this fight on their mind. Mm-hmm. So Michelle's feeling triumphant after this fight. So she's dreaming about being like a princess for a day because she just had this <gasps> fight where she won the fight. Stephanie's dreaming about being like being one upped by her sister. And that's her, like, her nightmare basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right, so we're yeah. like thinking that that, and like, so it makes sense they all went to bed that night. That's it, yeah, okay. Well, Stephanie's with, the most house connected, like, yeah, she, up before. Yeah. Right, so for the, and so the house thinks, like, if Stephanie has a terrible time at Disney, she'll never want to leave the house, and not necessarily the same manipulation for Michelle. So, for we thought for Michelle, like, Michelle's worst nightmare is that she gets all the attention in the world and is still not happy. <gasps> so, this is kind of like we think that she's going to Disney and she gets all the attention. What she realizes is that that attention didn't didn't like fill that emptiness that she had that the house is providing and she just wants her family there's that moment and when the beginning where they see the castle they say oh i could live in a house like this i could really live here and like she can't right 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 so like her nightmare is getting everything she wishes for and still not being happy oh my because her family's not happy her family's not happy and all the thing about the house is like everyone has to be happy and stephanie's not happy so she can't like Truly be happy either. Seeing Steve everywhere if you wanna. Right, so Steve is also in the San Francisco area, so if she's not living in the house, she doesn't get to see Steve. So it's the house saying, hey, I control you. If you're not here, no Steve for you, young lady. So that's why she goes everywhere and all she sees is Steve. It's the house manipulating her to be like, if you want Steve, you need to be here. Oh, I get it. Okay, so maybe the house felt threatened by Disney World. It's like, okay, if there's anything that could tempt this family from moving or like moving on to their own thing, it could be Disney World. And they're like, okay, we have to like orchestrate this whole nightmare scenario right. for everyone to like make even the happiest place on earth seem like hell for everyone. Right, right. So like, no matter where you go, even if you're in the happiest place everywhere on earth, everywhere you look, right, where you go. <laughs> There's a place of somebody who needs And that person is the house. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then we said, like, Joey's trippy cartoon, right? 
there's I no have other tingles, time. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there's no other time in this series where they so blatantly break the fourth wall and say, "Hey, this is not reality." So, oh, this stands out. So I want to run a paper on this. That yeah. Joey, all of a sudden, there's a living animation in front of him. This makes no sense. It can't possibly. It doesn't fit into the universe. That yeah. wouldn't be some kind of dream. This isn't a magical or, realism. Right. This is not type. that kind yeah. of show. Oh, I, you skipped over one. Michelle Please. literally says, "This is unreal." When she's made princess for a day, she just oh. has a line where she says, "This is unreal." Oh. Yeah. Okay. Go so ahead. one of the other things we definitely <laughs> noticed is this random tropical bird that lands on Vicky's head. Yeah. That's not a thing. It can't. That happens no. It can't happen because like there's no like it would be an emergency if a natural like a bird that's not native yeah. to Florida would like just appear. Right, and so that's kind of a manipulation on Danny for Danny to realize that, like, he can't be happy away from the house. Like, everything that's happening to Danny is pretty negative, except for the engagement, which actually ends up... It doesn't work. It doesn't work out anyway. But she so, won't stay in the house. Right, so, like... The <gasps> yeah. Point, right. Oh! <laughs> I'm in she love. I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, so one of the other things in that... I don't remember the order, but there's also that personal, surreal German polka band that just randomly that shows is, up. Yeah. Like, that's straight out of Nightmare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, that only happens in a nightmare right, scenario. Right, and that, like, wouldn't happen. As I've been to Disney a million times, sure, they have, like, walking around performances, but they never, like, have, like, that much empty space and just, like, would focus on two customers who, like, lost their kid at this point. Um... The other one is the very surreal underwater radio show. Um, yeah, that makes no we just, sense. We can't, we can't make that. No one can make sense of that one. Yeah. I mean, I know we're shooting this underwater, but yeah, no, no other... Right. But, like, not in 1993. Like, that's right. a whole different... This is right. 2019. Like, it's different. Yeah. Electric equipment and water generally don't go hand in hand. So, like, that, that whole sequence is just And also, like, surreal. Joey's obvious fear nightmare is, like, a shark in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and one yeah. of those things but, is like they never show you how they get in and out of that bubble because mm-hmm. they're never going into that bubble. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not real. Um, what else do we have? We've talked about a little bit already. The characters are just the characters. They're not. They're, right. Yeah, they're actually. They're yeah. not really people. They're not actors by any of the adults. Yeah, we never see security in a scenario. We never see like actual workers. Like no right. workers appear in yeah. this right just characters no workers yeah. and the, like to jump on that weird um, employees thing the idea that this girl is lost I get like approaching her with a Disney princess to not make her run but the idea that you would sit her at a tea party with a bunch of characters before you return her to her yeah. family yeah. that doesn't feel like reality to me and, and anyway like she's literally sitting there having tea party and then everybody comes in mm-hmm. that the order of that doesn't seem right like return the girl yeah. to her family then have a tea party yeah um another one is we kept noticing that there were two for disney there were just too many adults everywhere there were not a lot of kids so like in the audience at a lot of things there would be like a sprinkle of of kids in the front where the camera would pick it up but if you look past the first few rows it's all adults Mm -hmm. if you go to disney that is not what disney's like so we're like the consistency of the the what the audience is made up is not typical i'm so glad you guys came because i would not have this perspective because i'd never been to disney (laughs) like i don't know i would not even think about how many adults so there versus kids right like when you go to disney it, it, at least like 60 40 but if not even way more than that just it was definitely kids. not that ratio right like you would just expect a lot more kids than you see and we talked about like part of the reason for that in reality is probably the complexities of shooting tv with kids but we're treating this yeah through it's canon right yeah. exactly um 
One of the other ones is we noticed that they all get the star on their own float. That seems like crazy to me that there would be that many like floats for them. And all. they're all in costumes. They're all fit, in yeah. costumes that fit. Right. All in their own floats, and also like auxiliary characters like Steve, who just got there that day. Yeah, we assume all set for him to be on a float. With costume him. ready to go. Right. Um, another one we noticed is, as we said, kind of talked about it before, but there's absolutely no reaction from the crowd over this engagement. That would never happen. Um, people freak out when someone gets engaged. And this yeah. is, keep in mind, they have literally put in fireworks, Vicky, will you marry me? So this is not like some clandestine um, engagement. Right. This is a hugely public thing that now everyone is ignoring completely. Yeah, and we were talking about like in real life, we were like, who's Vicky? Where's Vicky? Like, let's find out yeah, where this Vicky is. Just and met- yeah. Right, no one reacts. In general, the crowds don't react. And we were talking about I- DJs like standing up screaming, like, no one reacts to DJ. Right, right. That's the another scene. good point. Yeah. No one reacts to DJ making a scene because they're not real people. <gasps> um, oh. <laughs> And then the last point that we had was uh, Steve in Orlando. The idea that Steve can drop everything. He's a teenager. He can fly five and a half hours to meet DJ in a hotel lobby and then presumably like spend one night in Disney and then fly back seems over the top. The idea that a teenager would be able to just like randomly get on a flight, how expensive flying is, and like do that all to spend a few hours with his girlfriend who's coming back like Wait, the next day. Wait, when are they coming back? How long is the trip? We, we don't, don't about technically time. know. We just don't vaguely that like, the kids are on break from school, but they don't say like what yeah, break they don't is. Say what break or how long or anything. A lot happened in one day. Yeah. yeah. This is all also is supposed to be in one day, which is strange. It's all yeah. packed into like oh, one dream. Yeah. Because <gasps> oh, like we, I don't, I never been to Disney, but like with any like theme park, like to get one something done in one day is like it's like a trek to get three things done or go to three rides or like go and like two parades. Yeah, in one day, like I feel like That's even the amount point. of parades seems like- the amount of kids, the amount of naps you need to take for the kids that are there, like. To go through all that in one day is yeah. it's a lot. And the, like, the, I feel like the amount of like daytime seems like it's like a very long amount of time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a lot of light. So all of these inconsistencies lead us to believe that they've never left the house at all. Oh my god. <laughs> so what scenario? I said the dream thing, but like, do you have a different like idea of like what was happening to them physically? To have this dream hallucination? I think your idea that everybody's dreaming, but the house is able to control their dreams. Because my thing is, like, yeah, the house, for me, like, because there are other dream episodes where, like, the the house manipulates, like, to make really, like, scarier, specific dreams to, like, sway opinion. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a thing the house will do. Okay. So that's why I... seems to fit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the most logical. This is blowing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm saying. That's why I did all this. (laughs) And I do think that really this episode is the what like as far as the episodes that I'm mostly familiar with, the only one where I was like, this is obviously not happening. Like this is definitely surreal, and it can't be real life. Like this has to be some yeah, kind at of. At first we were disappointed because we we knew like how you you have this overarching theme of the show, and we we're like, it's not in the house. How are we gonna? relate things to the house and then we're like this is so that's the thing is like a good thing it always happens we're like whenever someone tries to leave the house that's always a good episode whenever people try to get out of the house that's always a great episode right and the most like dense episode and the key is that like the house 
does different things to different people. It manipulates them in different mm-hmm. ways. So like some of them, like it doesn't have to be, Disney didn't have to be a negative experience for everyone for the house to feel like it's manipulating them. Like yeah. for different people, it's yeah. feeding them little bit different bits of thing, little bits of their fantasy or nightmare that will force them to go back. To go back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, there was one thing about... Because the house must be full. There was one thing about... <laughs> must be full. Vicky leaving in the beginning, mm-hmm. too. Um, like, I think she really does leave, and the house is trying to tell Danny, like, forget about her. Yeah. These proposals it's not gonna work out. It's not gonna work out. Just it's not gonna forget work it. Out. And then it's finally, like, fine. At the very end, fine, you guys are engaged, whatever. Because the proposal, because like, end out anyway. yeah. End when you think about the proposal, like, the fireworks, even the fireworks are kind of <laughs> off to the side. They're kind of, like, weird, it's like, weird. ominous letters. And no one else sees them. Yeah. Because no one else reacts to them. Yeah. Like, there are these huge letters. There's no way that you could possibly miss that. Yeah. No one else sees them. They're like, yeah, it's like, it's not an idea or a realistic proposal scenario for him. Even then, it's like, okay, we'll give you this. We'll make you think this is, like, a solid relationship, but, like, it doesn't work out. Yeah, I'm still actually even more confused by that scene because if he has all these blown engagement plans, how does he plan that one so, so thoroughly well. that he <laughs> has spelled out, right. yeah, spelled out fireworks, but he's been trying it's to propose no to her. Rain. Like his it's initial no plan, rain. his initial plan was to propose to her in, like, like, plaza. Right, like five different ways, but the but the fifth way he was all of a sudden got his shit together and was really organized enough to get fireworks. It's involved. a dream. Still no ring. Yeah. It's a dream. He's like okay, this will be adequate in a dream scenario. That's the only way that would suffice or even be possible, like, to have a woman to, like, get fireworks last minute in Disney World and also have, like... Such specific fireworks. To right. have a woman who, like, clearly... Vicky is not... Vicky, as we the episode, she's not into it at all. Like, she's not... Yeah. She's on the fence the entire, their entire relationship. So, like, to, this idea that, like, she would be okay with it mm-hmm. in Disney World all of a sudden yeah. is not realistic. It's, like, his fantasy. No, it's the house trying to ramp him up so that it could break him down and yeah. make him want to yeah. stay. He's like, okay, you can, like, have this little moment, but, like, it's not gonna... Yeah. I feel like Disney... I feel like Vicky... Vicky is, like, the house is big as opponent, opponent right. I think. It's yeah. like, Vicky is the house's, like, greatest challenge. And the house wins. Does she ever even... I don't think she ever stays no. in the house. No. Yeah. Like, stays over to, or anything. Yeah, she doesn't stay. I can't, like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Vicky, yeah. We should, like, track Vicky. Sorry. Yeah. We have more Vicky <laughs> questions. And I think that we need... Uh, okay, I know you don't want to do it. I think I want to watch Fuller House and see this Vicky cameo and, like, see what's happening. Yeah, because I don't know anything about their storyline. I did like them together because I like that Vicky did say, like, you know what? Like, this is my dream. I had a Barbara Walters doll as a child or whatever. Like, I need to go be, like, a newscaster. New York. And get away she from this, New York. like... New York. Yeah. New York. This hell of a house. She knew from the start. Right. Well, she was never that into it anyway. Yeah. And the house knew. And she what, knew. Do you ever have thoughts about whether the, like, so you were talking about the death of the mom? Is the mom in the house, are they linked? Now? Yeah, I feel like the fem- it's a feminine energy. Because, like, the, my, in my idea, the original landlord, or the lady whose, like, spirit is possessing the house, was a woman. And she grew attached to her tenants. Um, so it's a female energy that, that wants to be the motherly figure to the people in the house. So like, there's no room for anyone to take that role. Yeah. That's why Danny's always single. Yeah. He is always single. Like he never finds someone. Damn. Yeah. And he's so great. He's waiting. For- he's a catch. He's waiting for you. Yeah. He's- Look at the house he owns. Yeah. That's such a catch. 
Yeah. Jesus. That, I right. Mean, he loves kids. He's kind. He's got a twenty cleans, million dollar he house. Cleans? He cleans. He cleans. He has a great a, job. He's got a great job. His job has like great hours, but he makes yeah, lots do of money. Whatever. He can afford to take the whole family to Florida. The on a whole whim. family. Yeah. And plus the neighborhood. Well, he didn't. He wouldn't pay for her. He's like, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm rich, but I'm not paying for you, Kimmy. Give me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's so much to think about. This is a great Aww. episode. This I feel like I feel, like, I feel re-energized. Good. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's it. I want to like thank you guys for thank you, thank for, you for having us. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time. Oh energized and like the theory is strong. Like it ha- we haven't like had an episode where like the theory is weak in any way. No, Except absolutely. Except when I was like, what if the, what if the house what is if good? The house is actually good because it's it's promoming appropriate urban density. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like city planning. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like taking advantage of like it's not necessarily resources. it could be doing good it for bad doing, reasons yeah yeah it could be doing it all for love like <laughs> dogmatically if nothing else we know the house must be full if nothing else that's we know it. All yeah. that seems like the perfect and you know place. what that is an urban planning note for all of us the end yeah. <laughs> bye guys <laughs> la, la, la.